Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast. I'll be your host, Greg Sowers, uh, flying solo again on this episode, but um, thank you for joining me for episode 29, and today's topic is going to be injuries. Uh, we'll kind of break this up into three different categories. Um, just my general outlook of, of the difference between an injury and being hurt, um, you know, some things you can play through, some things you shouldn't. Uh, we'll discuss a little bit of the prevention and the recovery. Um, Obviously, I am not a uh, doctor by any means. I don't know uh, the specifics of recovering from certain injuries. However, um, I've had my bumps and bruises through my career, tore my ACL twice. Um, those are the big ones. But um, it is injuries are a part of the game. Um, but it also, you know, it says a lot about how you deal with those injuries, how you come back from those injuries, and how your team responds uh, to a teammate being injury or injured. Um, so thank you again for joining me for episode 29 and we'll be discussing injuries. Uh, so to dive right into it, um, you know, just on a personal level, uh, with my Bantam AA team, we've had, uh, two players already go down with, with injuries, uh, one, a bone bruise and one, a torn meniscus. So, uh, bone bruise will likely be, be back, uh, hopefully within the next month or so. Uh, and then we have another player actually tear their meniscus. So, uh, probably, uh, well, definitely a longer return time for that one. Um, but so those are, I mean, those, those two in specific examples are, those are injuries, right? Um, you know, you, a doctor may say you can play with a meniscus. Um, when I tore, I tore my meniscus and, you know, if I was playing, uh, golf or something, I may have been able to push through that, but with hockey and obviously the amount of you know, your knees are moving, the amount of transitions, you know, the, the importance of the stability of your knee, um, you know, that's obviously something you can't really play through if you're playing a, at a competitive level. Um, but in saying that, so there's a difference between being injured and being hurt, right? So an injury in my mind is something, you know, that's making you unable to perform, you know, on a, at a hundred percent. Um, obviously those broken bones, concussions, um, you know, you, you tore something, you know, tore a muscle, something like that. Um, something where you're physically unable to compete at the level that you want to, um, you know, I would classify that as an injury. You need to take care of it. You need to get rehab. Um, you need to make whatever that is stronger and give it time to heal. However, um, you know, the bumps and bruises that you get, uh, as you get, um, you know, get through your hockey career, you know, Bantams, we just start hitting, uh, guys blocking shots, you know, the shots get harder, you get hit harder. Um, so the injuries definitely pick up as you get older, I would think at least the severity of them. Um, but you're going to have to play hurt sometimes. And it's a fine line, um, to kind of distinguish what an injury and, and being hurt is. But, you know, if you got a bruise, you know, uh, you block a shot, you, you got a, a puck off the, the foot or something. And obviously if your foot's not broken and it just, it hurts a little bit, you know, you are going to have to play through being hurt at some point in your career. Um, obviously when you watch or you hear about these NHL stories and the guys in the playoffs and, um, you know, I think it was, it was either Bergeron or Marchand for the Bruins a couple of years ago was playing with like a punctured lung. Obviously, you know, there's severities and levels to this, you know, if you're getting paid millions of dollars, it's a, a different discussion. And, you know, you're trying to achieve your lifetime goal of, uh, you know, winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, there's, you know, just different perspectives on everything. Um, but, you know, again, if you're a, a Bantam and you, you block a shot and it, you know, goes funny off your leg, um, 
you know, you, a bruise is something you might want to try to be able to push through. Um, you know, so just, just the difference between playing hurt and playing injured, you know, uh, and, and an aspect of playing injured, um, we actually had this, this come up with our Bantam team. Um, you know, as a coach, we all have to go through um, concussion safety and, and safe sport and all those things to be certified to be on the bench. Um, concussions are a huge uh, topic of discussion, identifying them, uh, you know, making sure a kid is is ready and allowed to return to play. Um, but just for all our players and, and parents out there, if you're a player or if you're a parent and you recognize that your kid is or your player is is acting a little strange or saying that the lights hurt his eyes or, you know, he's nauseous, like you, make sure everybody's aware of those symptoms of concussion. And I'm not going to go through all those. Uh, you could, you know, do your own research on the symptoms of a concussion. But, you know, the, the biggest thing I tell my players, and obviously I'm, I'm sure uh, they're taught this in school, but you only get, you only have one brain, right? So uh, we want to make sure we're protecting that thing that's going to be with us after our hockey careers are over and into our adult life. So if you if you're, think you're experiencing concussion symptoms, um, that is not playing hurt that is playing injured uh you only have uh have one brain the rest of your life and we just want to make sure you're taking care of um uh, you know <laughs> your body in that sense um we had a player who uh got hit on uh, one of our saturday games i didn't notice anything and obviously kids are getting hit all over the ice um he, he seemed to be acting you know like his normal self and then i got an email on sunday night after we had played two games already um, that he's, you know, still experiencing headaches and things like that. And, um, obviously I wish I would have noticed or caught, you know, that he wasn't feeling the right way. Um, but so he's been pulled out of practice, been pulled out of his other activities that he's been doing. Um, and you know, you have to communicate those things if you're not feeling the right way. It's not, it's not one of those things that you can, you know, push through or it's smart to push through. Um, and, well, one reason being if you have a concussion and your brain's still in that, you know, sensitive timetable of, of getting that se- uh, second concussion, um, the damage could be worse than the original hit. So uh, let's just make sure we're taking care of ourselves um, and realizing the difference between playing injured and, and playing hurt. Um, as we are getting older and guys are moving faster and we're getting stronger and uh, a little more weight on the ice, um, it's also important to realize that part of, you know, injuries is injury prevention. Um, and what can you do to uh, limit the likelihood that you're going to get hurt while on the ice? And again, things are going to happen no matter what, um, unfortunately, with the game. But, you know, especially our kids who are, are approaching that Bantam level, you know, it, it's if you aren't doing it already, it's time to, you know, start going to the gym and uh, start doing things at home, you know, it's great to work on stick handling and I highly encourage everybody to do that. But not only are you working on your strength to be a better athlete and produce more on the ice, but you know, the stronger you are and the more support you can give your body, uh, the less likely you are to get injured. Um, you know, again, speaking from, from experience over this past weekend, we have a lot of first year Bantams and they're playing a lot of second year Bantams and the, the size discrepancy between those types of players can sometimes be 50 pounds, um, if not more. Um, 
So it's a great opportunity if you're not already doing it. I'm not saying one exercise is going to fix everything. And I'm not saying you have to go in the gym and start chucking weights around. Um, but you can definitely do things that you can with the, the resources that are available to you. So, you know, doing those body weight squats, doing push-ups, um, doing sit-ups at home. Um, again, you can you can do a lot of those things by yourself uh, without the the gym equipment um, that it might cost you to, to go to a gym or, or buy. So uh, make sure we're getting stronger off the ice to help with the injury prevention. Um, also a big part is, you know, as you get older, um, you know, warming up is very important. Um, and I can, again, speak from experience on this. Uh, I, you know, when I was younger, I could play two games in a day, three games in a day, and I'd be fine. Well, I tried to play two college games in one day. Um, and I actually ended up pulling my, uh, pulling my groin just because I'm a little older and, um, I didn't condition my body well enough to, you know, support that kind of workload that I was putting on it. Um, so just make sure that you're preparing your body, not only with the strength training, but before you're about to do an activity, you know, you're getting your warm up in, whether that's, you know, high knees or jumping jacks or just something to wake up your body and, you know, try to get a few stretches in to prepare your body for whatever that activity may be. Uh, another aspect of the prevention is our diet, right? Um, you know, it's, if you're playing competitive hockey and you want to take your career to that, that next level, or, you know, maybe this year you made the Bantam A team and you want to play in that Bantam double A team, you know, what are, what can you do to separate yourself from, uh, a teammate or opponent, um, away from the ring? So we talked about, you know, doing exercises, working out, but you can also change your diet. Um, it's probably a good time to, if you're one of those people who has fast food every day, you know, maybe mix in a salad, uh, maybe a fruit or a vegetable, right? Um, get protein in your diet. You know, it, it's time to maybe lay off the Skittles and, you know, not so much uh, soft drinks. So, uh, again, just these these little things that we can do to best prepare our, our bodies, um, you know, for athletic performance. Um, Again, trying to if we're trying to reduce our BMI or trying to keep the body fat off, um, all that stuff's going to help with with acclimating your body to prepare for a, um, an athletic event. So let's just make sure we're we're getting stronger, we're warming up before events, and, and if you're an older kid, try to focus on your diet and make sure you're you're fueling your body in the right way. Um, another point that I wanted to bring up is the importance of sleep and. Obviously, all these topics, if I was a, a medical doctor or I had something or someone on to speak about it, they could probably go into each one of these a, a heck of a lot more than I can. But just the importance of, of sleep. Um, you know, I have a couple of kids this year on, on both teams where, you know, I'll talk to them before practice and, you know, hey, how's it going? And they'll be like, ah, well, I only slept uh, four hours last night. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> they're up on YouTube or playing video games or something like that. So, you know, your body needs the fuel to perform in, in the best way it can. And part of that equation is not only what you're fueling your body with, but how you're treating your body. Um, so if you're going to two practices a day and you're trying to work out, but you're not allowing your body to rest and recover from those events, um, you're probably not one going to see the gains that you're, you're looking for, but you're not going to be ready to perform that next day. Uh, and it all just, it adds up and, um, can lead to the detriment of your performance on the ice. 
Um, and that is not a, uh, that is not a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An excuse to be a 16 year old high school player and say, coach Greg told me that I need more sleep and I can sleep until 1 PM on a Saturday. Um, there's a time and place for, for everything. Um, but you know, just make sure you're getting, you're trying to get your eight hours in. Um, so you're preparing your body. Um, and then the last part of this that I wanted to discuss was the recovery. Um, you know, with bumps and bruises, you know, obviously if you need to take time to, to heal, like do that, ice it, you know, uh, whatever you need to do. If you got a cut, put a bandaid on it, right? That's a simple kind of recovery. But with these more serious injuries and, uh, my wife is a, a physical therapist, so she could talk more to this and I, I plan on bringing her on to discuss, uh, we could do a whole podcast about recovery, but. Um, making sure you're doing the right things and seeing the right people to take care of an injury. Um, you know, obviously refer to your, uh, physician or whatever for, for those specific injuries. But, um, you know, I've had this and kind of with concussions too, is, you know, you have to be cleared to come back on the ice. So if, if mom and if you have a concussion and mom and dad come to me and say, he's good or your player's good, well, that's, that's not good enough. If I know you have a concussion and you've been held out of play. Um, you need to get a, uh, that approval from from someone who knows more on the subject to get back on the ice. So again, taking care of yourself. Um, and then if you have an injury that keeps you out for an extended period of time or you have surgery, um, how important it is to be, you know, motivated and, um, you know, be consistent with your, if it happens to be physical therapy. Um, you know, some a lot of guys, when they get hurt, uh, they can come back and whatever's hurt in that area can be stronger because you're focusing on those, those smaller muscles or, you know, something to make that injury. And obviously they're professionals, so they know what they're doing, but something to make things around that injury stronger to help prevent that injury from happening again, from happening again. So um, again, listen to your doctors, listen to your recovery plan um, and be committed to it. Don't just, you know, say, Hey, I went to physical therapy once this week. Um, and that, that'll be it. Right. Cause you, you have the opportunity, especially while you're not skating, uh, to come back even stronger, um, from those injuries. And also I know a lot of physical therapists, they'll give you things to do at home. Um, I mean, obviously you don't want to overwork that muscle if you're trying to, you know, either make it stronger or you had a tendon repaired or something like that. You don't want to overuse it, but just make sure you're at least being compliant with the recovery, uh, recovery plan that's been laid out um, and sticking to it. So, and obviously with recovery, it's hard, right? You're not, uh, you're not skating. You might be away from your teammates. You're by yourself. Um, you know, you're not with your team recovering. So it, it's a hard thing to do physically and mentally to push yourself uh, to get back on the ice. So just make sure we're sticking with it. Um, so that way you're back on the ice as soon as you can. Um, so again, uh, wasn't planning for this to be a long episode. I hope to have um, some more uh, interviews coming up. Um, but until that point, if we'll keep talking about these kind of nuanced things. Um, for And again, uh, we'll be back next week. But hopefully uh, this sheds some light on, uh, on injuries, dealing with, you know, playing through being hurt and playing injured, uh, and the prevention and the recovery. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to hear something we haven't discussed yet, uh, please let me know. Um, 
but I think that'll be it for episode 29 and we'll talk to you next week.